Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Just when you think it's a week without any news, well, things pop up last second. We got Justice League, we got the Batman, we got Shazam, and uh, what, we got a uh, Suicide Squad. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. In the great hall of the Justice League, there are assembled the world's four greatest heroes. Created from the cosmic legends of the universe. What up, everybody? This is the DC Movie News Show with the Popcorn Talk Network. It's good to see you. Our second show of the 2K18. We got a full squad here. Uh, Mikey Kalinowski, once again, fighting crime. Follow him at Mike Kalinowski. Tell him you miss him. We want to have him back. Roxy Stryer, she's also incredibly busy today. Follow her at Roxy Stryer and hit her up as well. But let's get into it. We have a packed show. We got fun stuff to talk about. The DCEU, it's all a flutter. There's so much going on. All right, so let's get into it. We're at DC Movies SK on Twitter, Facebook.com slash DC Movies SK. Johnny LaQuasto here at Jay Quasto. The man right there, he is the host of FX Movie Download on FX and the worst mocker of doghouse restaurants. Follow him at Adam Gertler. He's Adam Gertler. Hey, what's up, everyone? Very excited to be here. I mean, say what you want about our films, and Marvel might have many more films from many different studios, but we keep up with the news. Yes. I mean, we keep it interesting in front of and behind the camera at all times. I uh, just got back from Denver. Just came right from the airport, so I'm a little shook from traveling. How was Denver? I, I have a good time whenever I'm in Denver. Yeah. Do you like Denver? I love Denver. It's a great town, amazing city. And I mean, like the food's getting better there. The recreational activities are getting better there. Uh, and the weather is incredible. Like it was 50s, 60s. It's January, but people are skiing. Amazing, uh, but very happy to be here to talk some stuff. And I know we don't have a ton of time today, unfortunately. Nope. That's all right. We'll get so through it. So we're going to do a speed round. Yeah, we're going to get through it. Well, we have a team today that we've never had together before, but it's exciting to have this one back. She is our BFF on the show. She's a host. She's a cosplayer. She's an actress. And she's got some big stuff coming up. She's not allowed to say publicly yet, but make sure you follow her at Elena Jordan because she'll tell you. It's Elena Jordan. Hey, it's so good to be back. I've missed yeah. you guys. And thank you for the calendar. Check out the calendar, oh, yeah. y'all. Bam. <laughs> Holler at your boy. And the gentleman to my left, not only is he a professional baseball player, he is a complete movie junkie. You've seen him compete on the Collider Schmodown. Uh, did you? No. Oh, never, wait, I'm sorry. Never happened. Screen junkies, you have movie fights. <laughs> I have done that a few for times. For sure. Yeah. And if, I, you'd probably be on the Schmodown at some point this year. I, I, I don't come cheap. Oh, yeah, he's very, very expensive. Very expensive. Uh, he's a current free agent, so if you are a professional baseball team, you should sign him. He's getting married a week from tomorrow. I am emceeing the wedding, so that's going to be amazing. And yeah. he just opened up the negotiation with the, as to yet to be named baseball team with I don't come cheap. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. You did right. I get what you're worth, and I'm worth at least... Some money. Some, some, some money. You know? Some money. Some money. Some money. Yeah. I have rent to pay. You can yeah. follow him at Decker6. I have four cats. He's Cody <laughs> Decker, and he has four cats. Yes, I have four cats. All right. Good to have you, buddy. Good to have you back on the show. Uh, good to be back here, Johnny. Being next to you, you are a handsome gentleman. <sighs> you know what? The whole show is going to be like this. So, Suicide Squad, y'all. Terrific. It's happening. I know. I have really good cologne. We have a new producer. 
All right, we have a new producer. Um, you know, we've heard things about Suicide Squad, Elena, that weren't necessarily good. You know, people getting mad and people not happy. But now we have Michael DeLuca, who's yeah. taking over as producer. And wow, he has done a lot of movies. We're talking Social Network. We're talking Moneyball. I mean, a lot of things. Yeah, that this is, is great yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is, uh, you know, we just started talking about how, like, they're assigning, like, one producer to oversee either the mini franchises or the individual films that's been talked about this week from Hamada, and then we just heard that Toby Emmerich has got the green light juice and all this, so it seems like rather than having Rovin and Snyder and other people that were kind of producing all the DC films by committee, they're focusing in, this guy is going to be laser-focused on this project with uh, Gavin O'Connor. So it seems like it's really going forward, and it's going to start uh, shooting, I think, in the fall, they said? Yeah, So uh, September, I believe. So they got some time to get it together. Um uh, and I, like I said, it can't be worse than the first one. I imagine it's going to be a really good yeah. one. I, I honestly, I, it's like partly joking, but I think that they're going to get it right on the second time. I really do, too. I mean, especially, I think, just the idea of having a point person instead of having so many people overseeing it, I think, is a really, really good idea. And the fact that they're giving themselves a realistic timeline, I think, is also smart. Mm-hmm. And for everything, Cody, that people say about the movie, and some people like it, some people didn't, it was eventful, and it had an incredible cast, and I don't think the problem was with any of the cast performances, because I thought they were all really good. No, I, I thought, I, I'm one of the few that did not hate the movie. I, I didn't, I, I didn't I dislike it either. I didn't dislike it. I didn't like it. I just kind of walked in and out without... It washed over you? I just didn't care. I just, yeah. I walked away thinking, wow, that could have been something more. That was definitely a movie. Um, but, you know... I think DeLuke is a really good choice. He's a seasoned professional who knows how to produce movies. My only on the flip side is he's produced two comic book movies. Right. One was Blade Two, and I'm not a huge fan of Blade Two, yeah. even though it's well regarded as Guillermo del Toro's big coming out party. Yeah. And Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, which we can all agree Ooh. is a real rough One up patch. in flames. And I just yeah. like to say that that was a different yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. Also, I mean, look, <laughs> you know, everyone has a bad Nick Cage movie, and that just happens to be <laughs> I mean, he also has the Fifty Shades of Grey franchise, but well. I'm assuming that's a paycheck. Um, and they do, he does get those done in a timely fashion, so maybe he, uh, maybe he is the right guy, and... I think you're right. I think uh, giving some more point people as opposed to a big committee and just rushing these things out, it's going to be a little more focused. And the director is exciting. I'm like yeah. excited. Yeah. Gavin O'Connor did Warrior, right? Uh, yeah. Did, I mean, which is an He's awesome also writing movie. as well. Broken Heart about Mel Gibson? What's that? <laughs> which one? Oh, they were talking about Mel Gibson. Wasn't he going to be in it or directed there? Weren't they what? after yeah. directed? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I'm so, yeah. oh, wow. I'm so glad all that uh, all that went away. But Gavin O'Connor is also writing it. And speaking of directors, so we can't talk about Suicide Squad 2 without talking about the original director, David Ayer. He was very candid and very honest uh, this past week about what the reviews of Suicide Squad did to him personally. So much so it even affected him directing the Will Smith Project Bright. That was a Netflix exclusive I, I thought it was a cool movie. I mean, it was very polarizing when it first dropped. But yeah, his his quote was that, well, <laughs> it got shit reviews. I got my throat cut. It was very polarizing, incredibly polarizing. It's like going to the boxing ring and getting knocked out is how it felt. You know, and he had to go back into the ring. And as director, you set the tone. So coming off that movie, I understood the pitfalls. I understood the dangers. I knew where the alligators hide, you know? And so I made damn sure I didn't repeat any mistakes. And that's how he felt going into Bright. So, or where the killer crocs hide? I guess so. Yeah, you I'm are on gonna... fire with the puns today. <laughs> I'm not going to try and... Uh... I'm like Ghost Rider with the puns today. I'm so on fire, baby. And I'm not going to try and do Killer Croc's voice. Could not do it justice. But yeah, so I mean, seeing the reviews really... 
we we rarely hear a director get vulnerable. Like he's this. so honest. He's always yeah. like very out there. And, I'm glad. And bold. Yeah, I, I I like his films. Like I thought End of Watch was a really really good movie, and I mm. thought he was the bright choice for Suicide Squad. It just seemed how Suicide Squad opened. Did the you first... say the bright choice for Suicide Squad? I chose to hear. You guys are choice. all. On I was fire. not even trying to do that when I thought you did that. I didn't. I swear. Please. Maybe I did. It was in the airplane. It's my ears have popped. <laughs> Just firing bullets, baby. Firing bullets. The, the first 20 minutes of Suicide Squad, I thought, were the best parts of the movie. Because yeah. the, the character introductions... Ex- except we didn't even get introduced to Slipknot because dude was dying right away. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. you we gave that away. I feel like the issue was more editing. I think if you send a trailer, if you send a movie to a trailer house to be edited, it's going to be edited like one big long trailer. I think that's less the director's fault, and I think that's more... When it's in the editing wheelhouse, and to me, it seemed like an, a pre-production and a post-production problem more so than actual production. And I know that directors are supposed to oversee everything, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but in this situation, when there were so many hands in the pot, I think he didn't really he didn't have the opportunity to execute one clear vision. And I think that it was a learning experience, and hopefully, now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sky Patterson says, should Suicide Squad 2 be rated R? Yes. I say yes. 100% yeah. yes. Oh, yeah, we, oh yeah, that is across well, the no, board. Okay, I look at it this way. Oh. It all depends on how creatively the script t- turns out. If you, if, if Gavin O'Connor writes a script where it denotes rated R being the better film, then yes. But if for some reason it doesn't come out rated R. I don't think that they will. I think that because of the marketing and because it's such a hot topic demographic, literally, like people who go to hot topic to purchase all <laughs> of the, the stuff, yeah. I think that they're going to try to keep it PG-13. What was the first one? Was you, it R? Would you prefer it was, that? No, it was PG-13. It was PG-13. Oh, yeah. But I wanted it to be R. I felt like yeah. this was a subject matter, and this was... I mean, I do think the going the magic route in the movie was a complete misstep. I, yeah, I, well, I they focused they more on Joker and made Joker legitimately Would've terrifying it. and, and it's a rated, rated R well, Elena, Joker. On, on top of that, it's also at least rumored at this time and expected that along with this story, we're hearing that Leto, Roby, uh, and Will Smith will return. Oh, wow. And I actually really liked the promise of Will Smith's character yeah, in the yeah, beginning yeah. of that movie. Me I love the whole way, way they got into Deadshot. I just... You know, whatever. We don't need to keep bashing on that film. But um, someone pointed out that if Leto comes back after being so, you know, outspoken, and I don't know if he had a multiple Joker contract movie, so it might not really be up Maybe to him. Maybe there was an issue with Ayer. Who knows? I want to see more of what he was going to bring to the table. Me too. My exactly. problem was not with him either. I, I just think you need to make this squad have to get together for a great reason mm-hmm. and know what it's about. And, and it just it went off the rails when it started to get into the plot. It's like, we got them together, but we don't really have enough for they them to do. They didn't have a clear central dramatic question, yeah. which is the biggest problem. And if you don't have a central dramatic question, it doesn't matter how strong your characters yeah. are, you don't care about the environment that they're in. And I 100% agree with your earlier point about editing. That movie was just hacked yeah. to pieces. And whoever edited the trailers for those movies should have edited that movie. Right. Because well, those that's are the best two trailers. Yeah, those that's are the two best trailers. No, that is the issue, yeah. is that they actually had the people who edited the trailer edit the movie. Wow. And that's the issue. Because if you have a trailer house you, you cut, cut together a, yeah. a feature film, mm. then you get a feature-length trailer, which is what we got. It is a teaser oh of all of these characters, and that's why we got uh, no clear and, plot and those trailers are, That's the issue. The trailers really made the money for the film. Exactly. Yeah, commercially, sure. it was Those were amazing trailers. Yeah, commercially, But we should move on, because we have many stories. And also related to that, uh, is this... uh, Well, Sujihara? Yeah. Sujihara. Sujihara. How about this quote? So he basically says, 
more or less admitting we we don't want to copy Disney. We realize that's not the way to go. WB, After trying it. Yeah, he said WB needs to continue <laughs> doing what, what it's always done, produce the biggest, most diverse slate in the business. We can't do what Disney's done. It worked really, really well for them, but it's not who we are. We need to continue to create a balanced slate of all types of movie and genres. So, and then, of course, Sue Kroll claims that uh, she refuted um, claims that she didn't like superhero films. She goes, no, I love superhero films. Um, she's no longer in her role as uh, Toby. She was the head of marketing. Rough. She was the head of yeah. marketing for 23 years. Yeah. And they were like, she hates superhero movies. She's out. Mm. That's a bold statement. To be fair, though, 23 <laughs> years is a long run to have in a corporate position. I'm, I'm sure it's it not is. because she hated superhero movies. It's because this is a result of the, their failures mm-hmm. that they're having as the superhero movies. If she hated right. them and they were normally successful, no one would care how she felt. I think bringing, bringing in Blair is a good idea, but I think at the same time, you don't need to attack somebody who was there for 23 years. By... Well, who attacked her? Where did the, where did the quote come from? Uh, that's a great question. So I mean, and Disney. then they, they was... yeah, they've refu- refuted <laughs> yeah. it since. But so, so do you guys think that this implies that if they're not going to try to do what Disney is doing, and we've kind of heard Jeff Johns implied this, and other people yeah. have implied that they're going to be focused less on trying to intertwine these films and really focus on just making good films that kind of exist within their own mini franchises. What should have happened mm-hmm. from the start? I'm not saying take the Disney route, but take the route of how you should do it is build up each individual character and then you care. By the way, the rap had the a rap. source tell them uh, that she hated okay. the sources. Uh. No, like I completely agree. That's the fact that they they just rushed to the finish line, you know, limping in with basically no character development on most of the characters. Right. Um, you know, I thought the most interesting characters in the movie were I mean, in, in Justice, Justice League, League. Okay. they were just kind of rushed along. Like, okay, now I kind of want to see what's going on with Aquaman, even though you gave me maybe a total of five minutes of actual Aquaman stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I look forward to Flash. Re- I believe that was really to save um, the Aquaman movie that's coming up next, though. I mm-hmm. think that, like, his vision is different than what they were doing here. And um, if you have, if anybody's got a little airplane mode situation, we're getting a little static. Um, you know, uh, I think that they didn't want to commit to what Atlantis was going to look like, to what was going on with Volko, and because James Wan's film is going to be his own film. Mm-hmm. And I think, unfortunately, Justice League was like, yeah, here it is, but they already kind of knew that this was not going to be the plan moving forward. Like, they're already kind of moving in a different direction. Yeah, it, it was just, uh, I didn't dislike Justice League again. I, I liked it fine. It was I just, loved I, it. I walked out going, boy, I... I didn't think I'd say this, but I really want to see the Zack Snyder version. Yeah. Because this did so not right. feel like a... This felt... Again, it felt like Suicide Squad. It felt like I was watching a trailer. Yeah. yeah. It's, again, it's a patchwork yeah. quilt of mm-hmm. a movie, and that was the issue. But, I mean, I from the beginning, because I noticed the homeless man that comes out with the I tried sign when Joss Whedon's name popped up, and I was like, okay, so this is going to be... Oh, that's funny. From, yeah. from the beginning. Oh, that's funny. I never you even never noticed, noticed that. that? That's oh, when great. you're watching the opening credits, this little homeless man with a sign that says, I tried, is there when Joss Whedon's name pops uh, up, and you're like, what? Yeah. Wow, that's it. You never noticed that? Oh, I, I did. did not. Oh, my God, I noticed that the first time I watched it. I was like, oh, God, <laughs> this is going to be interesting. I saw the movie in Mexico, and oh. uh, so it had, uh, you know, Mexican subtitles, and uh, that was an interesting uh, experience. For instance, I they didn't subtitle like what the people in uh, Russia were saying, uh, so I had no idea what the family oh, was that's talking hilarious. about because it wasn't subtitled in English for me. I'm like, okay, I'm just assuming they're in doom, and mm-hmm. we'll call that's it a day. So funny. And also, uh, article as well, just kind of an idea about how Walter Hamada can help the DC films more or less uh, refocus lineup. He you yeah. know brings a fresh take on things, and like we just talked about kind of just taking a step back and saying, all right, let's just focus on 
maybe one character at a time. Mm-hmm. We got Aquaman this year. We got Shazam going into production. When, did we have a release date on Shazam yet? Uh, I think it was, it was earmarked for April 19th is yeah. what I've heard. I don't know if that's been confirmed, but okay. Warner Brothers had a DC project that was supposed to happen on April 19th. There's nothing saying that that's not going to change, but... So there you go. You I got mean, Aquaman and then followed by Shazam. I mean, I Shazam was earmarked for 2013. That's true. <laughs> so. but, yeah. When I The Rock do. was announced as Black <laughs> Adam, you mean? Man. I do think, though, that Hamada is a great idea, is a great choice because, I mean, look at the success of The Conjuring. Yes. It's something that Dude you weren't expecting. Yes, and it. And it's all, and that is based on marketing. And I think that that's kind of the big issue is that it's also marketing the actual product because it's the, going back to the whole idea. If you, if the analogy, if Sprite is your favorite soda, it's your favorite drink in the whole world, but you see a drink of water, mm-hmm. you go to take a sip of that water and it's yeah. Sprite, you're going to spit it out. It's because weird. you were told that you were going to get one thing <laughs> and it's not what you were told, so you don't like it, even you, if it's your favorite. Your analogies are. Just spot on. Sons, analogies. In this, uh, and this is wow. right. In this so. structure <laughs> thing. So Hamada is basically the head of all things that are DC films. Right? And, 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 and anybody that listens to this show, please, somebody come up with a graphic that explains the DC Warner Brothers executive structure. I want to see a red light in there with Kevin Sujihara. Well, and I want to see uh, a green light for uh, uh, Emmerich, right? Toby Emmerich. Emmerich. That's yeah. actually the, the quote from Sujihara is, Toby has the green light, I have the red light. So the only person Toby Emmerich answers to now is Sujihara. So Toby can say, I want this to get made. I want that to get made. And then it goes to Sujihara, and he says yay, or he says nay. Well, my question is, is I know I know that they're they're putting it out there that this is refocusing everything yeah. and simplifying everything. Or is this just more cooks in the kitchen? Well, it's yeah. supposed to be less cooks yeah. in the kitchen. This the is... idea is this is supposed to be like, listen, if Hamada is responsible for these movies, when a project is ready, the way I'm understanding it, Hamada takes it to Emmerich. Emmerich says, we're making that film. I'm giving it the green light. And then, and then, and then, and then, and then he knocks on Sujihara's door and he says, hey, look, this is the next thing we're making from D.C. that I got from Walter. And then I greenlit it. And Sujihara goes, here's my red light. And then he has to go then back to uh, uh, Hamada and say, sorry, here's your red light. We're not making that I one. I like to assume that they have actual green and red lights. Yeah, no, no, these are, these are functioning red lights. We've only we've, we've they seen just them. push the button. Oh, yeah, they're out there. 100%. Um, so, the only issue, though, I think, and I see where you're coming from, is I think what they need to do is what a lot of franchises do, like Star Trek especially being one, have a show Bible where everything, this is what is canonized in this universe. Everyone, you have creative control as long as you adhere to what is in this show book. But you have complete control of your vision. It's streamlined up one person at a time. Emmerich says yes, and unless Sujihara says no, then then they can have each producer focused, each director focused, have everybody one streamlined thing. But if it doesn't all fit within the same universe, it's going to fall apart. And in theory, I completely agree with all of this. Yeah. But... I feel like this is the fourth time we've been told this. It, 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 you're absolutely right. We won't know until we know. Yeah. But, you know, as, as as we say, like, we can get so mad and so frustrated, mm-hmm. but it's like, once the a movie comes out and it's garbage, then we have to crap on it. Mm-hmm. But until then, like... I'm just trying to be hopeful oh, that like, they're going to get yeah. there because right. there's too much money on the table for them not to. That's mm-hmm. the thing is we always keep it positive here. We had someone um, comment on well, Twitter. I mean, to we, be fair, I've, I've had my dark moments. No, right. <laughs> that's, that's, that, but I'm proving you correct here is the fact that we try to keep it dark. <laughs> we try to keep it positive, but not everything is perfect. Like we had a, a, a listener or a viewer tweet us back this week when I put up the tweet for the show 
saying, um, you guys lost me. Uh, you need to get hosts that are positive and enjoy DC. <laughs> I'm like, bro, what show are you watching? Like, I just told him, I said, you know what, man? See you around. Like, what do you want from... Like, we're going to be honest. There's four of us on a panel every week. If we all say the same thing, it's the most boring show that you'll ever watch. We have to have different views. Adam doesn't like everything. Adam's a professional. He's going to be honest about it. That's how it should be. And honestly, I know I'm the doom and gloom guy right now, it seems like, but the truth is I'm a huge DC fan. I am not a huge Marvel fan. I read DC comics all the time, still to this day. Um, and quite frankly, I want these movies better than every well, other your, movie. Your reaction to Suicide Squad and Justice League, I think, are in line with most people's reactions. Mm-hmm. Like, Suicide Squad, you know, some people don't actively hate it, but it was fine. Yeah. And in Justice League, fine is not good enough for the first Justice League yeah, movie. I need, I it's just more. not. No, it's not. Yeah, I needed more. Personally, I wanted more. And what you lose is the momentum and people getting psyched and wanting more. You didn't have people foaming at the mouth for these movies, which is what you need, and they have to exactly. love the characters. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. is like, I, I really did enjoy Justice League and I, I you know but I understand everything that everyone says about it mm-hmm. and and I understand why it didn't make a billion dollars like they expected which I think was a very unfair estimate to begin with but it, it did it was kind of rushed with, mm-hmm. with the, you know Wonder Woman was amazing but as far as putting everyone together it was rushed into production because it was already in pre-production before Batman v Superman was yeah. happening and then they were having it to do the shuffle and like and, and, again, and then of course no the clear, Snyder Whedon thing yeah. yeah exactly and that's you know you look at the difference when Patty Jenkins is saying the scenes that were the most well received were the ones that she fought the hardest to keep in mm-hmm. then that's when you go okay well there's a disconnect between what audiences want what directors are able to deliver and what executives are stopping them from being able to bring to the audience and when we see perfect example with Wonder Woman where you give somebody that creative freedom and they're answering just to themselves then the audience then right or their right producer that's only working with them on that film and they're in it together to make the best film you know like Mm -hmm. O'Connor hopefully uh, working with DeLuca is going to yield like everything that we did wrong everything we did right about Suicide Squad we're going to we're going to we're going to be able to fix that now because we're not focusing on how this is going to have to dovetail into Justice League 3 or anything like that we're just here in Suicide Squad world but hopefully there are events that happen in that world that will carry over Mm -hmm. and so hopefully they can find a unique way to tie it together I wanted to ask you guys do you think this sounds like we could potentially have more of like a Fox X-Men world where they're just like eh just kind of go with it kind of thing which is, I mean, comics are like that too sometimes. Oh, yeah. But no one's had the tight continuity that Marvel has. But I mean, my big question is like, I, it always comes back to the same thing: like, who's going to be this new Batman? Is he going to talk to that Wonder Woman ever? Like, or are they just going to kind of ignore it? Like, and if they, you know, is do you have to put Matt Reeves' Batman movie or trilogy or whatever in a different time period oh, so boy. it doesn't work out that he's a modern Batman mm. that's not old like Ben Affleck? These are weird questions. I don't know if they're the right questions to have because they're like canon and like does that matter as much as just getting good movies? Good movies are the most important thing. Clearly, yeah. is what we're learning. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a great point as well. I mean, Wonder Woman, she could be, she's timeless, so she could talk to everybody. They're not recasting her. That's no, definitely no. not happening. Dear no. God, no. <laughs> Uh, yes, so speaking of Zack Snyder, though, he won an AFI award that he showed yeah. off on, uh, he was a producer on Wonder Woman, and he also co-wrote the story, and so he received an award, so congratulations to him. Some good and, news uh, for Zack. Yeah. There's, a, there's a photo of 
of uh, Spielberg, him, Gall, and I'm, I'm assuming her daughter. We didn't pull the photo, but people did the protests, I guess, last Saturday. They showed up at Warner Brothers, and I saw cosplayers, like, yeah. releasing release the Zack Snyder cut. Yeah. It looked like kind of a sad protest, because there was, like, 12 people there, but, I, you know. But I do want to see it. Maybe sure. We'll, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll get the Donner cut of this movie That's in what it seems 25 like. years. It feels like I the Donner cut. I just don't think that it even exists. I think that it's just an unfinished thing. The Donner one? The, no, the, the, the cut. No, cut. there's a stunt double that was on Justice that League. That was who actually says, negated, though. Was it? But today okay. he came okay. out and said, "I never said that." Oh, so shame. they there was a stunt double that they claim said Fake that news. there is a a cut that exists, but he came out today and he said, "No, I never said that." But people saw so, it. People pointed out the scenes. I still believe, like with the Kevin Smith rant, like that that woman that was in the audience there, she she specifically saw this early cut, which may not have had a lot of finished effects, and that's not a thing that you release. I mean, again, they're not going right. to spend the money to finish effects. Like there was an early version, but it had unfinished stuff. So hmm. if they release a Zack Snyder cut with unfinished effects, so It'll look even worse and more CGI and more like 8-bit video game stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that something that Justice well, that said Warner Brothers is going to want to release? Here's the thing. I mean, Zack Snyder had to leave, you know, kind of in the middle of his job. Why, why the hell would there be a finished product? It's not like yeah, he had the time to do but, it. But we really... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think... I think he did have to leave, but I also think they were I mean, ready for him to leave. there's a rough cut, there was a lot but I don't think there. that there's a finished cut that he did. There was clearly... The thing that bothered me... All right. I, I, again, I did not hate Justice League, but the thing that bothered me the most in Justice League was Batman in the movie. He did not at any point feel like Batman. He felt jokey, and I felt like, okay, now we're getting now we're getting back to Batman forever Batman, and I don't want hmm. Batman forever Batman ever again. I kind of see your point. It, it never of, ever Batman forever again? Ever. <laughs> forever. Hashtag that. It was a little different Batman than the forever. Batman we saw in BVS, for sure. I will give you that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know, and I know Mikey Christmas feels the same way. Like he loved Bruce Wayne, he loved his energy and his vibe, and I like that too. I love that little spy scene with Gal, you know, and all that going on in Lex's house. And yeah, a lot of that was gone, and it was, you know. But listen, we're moving on well, to greener pastures. We have someone who could save the entire DCEU, and that is our brand new Batgirl. Lindsay Lohan, everybody. Lindsay yes. Lohan. What? Yes. I'm just kidding. She, oh. But she she wants she to she tweeted that she tweeted that in Joss. the tradition of Sean Young. Okay, well yeah. Sean Young would have actually been an okay Catwoman at the time. You're right. You're absolutely right. Sean Young now is now a cat lady. Yes. Aww. Yes. 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 She tweeted at Whedon. Um, that she wants to be Batgirl. Actually, so. she said, retweet if you think I should be Batgirl and tell Joss Whedon, winky face emoji heart. Why do <laughs> you want to open yourself up to that kind of abuse if you're Lindsay Man. Lohan? Aren't you emotionally unstable enough? Mm, hey, what a don't mistake. Do that. We have seen a lot of people get on Twitter that shouldn't. I, I mean, Tyrese <laughs> was pushing for Green Lantern. For Re- retweet me if you think I should play the question. Okay. All right. Go better ahead. chance of that happening. I Much think. better chance. Um, all right, we should move on because we have we're running out of time. We have some clips we want to watch. Indeed. And stuff. How about another Gotham by Gaslight clip, y'all? Coming out yeah. in just a couple of weeks. So Tony, Tony, so Tony. Good. Whenever you get a chance, set that up. I'm so excited this for this amazing. one. Making a nuisance of yourself all over Gotham. Mate. Oh, they're okay. British. Love the accent. Wow. Now you're in Big Bill Dust territory. Oh, Big Bill Dust territory. Variable cock robins. Oh, what? I've got orphans and Did you just say something about cock rubbing? I think he did. Cock robins. Oh, I just don't know what that means. Too bad for you. 
Batman's trying to keep his orphans from committing these crimes for him. Oh, okay, okay. That's what he's saying. He's saying, stop right. keeping my kids from doing their robbings. So he's like the Fagin-Oliver kind of situation? Yeah, basically. Yeah, and is this where he gets um, Dick Grayson in this uh, telling? In Gotham by Gaslight, does he get him through, did he come up as like a little thief or something? I'm not sure. That seems like that would make a lot of sense. I forget. It's been years. Home to mommy. He ain't got one. None of us do. Or we run off from something even worse. Chat roll is one of those guys, Dick. This is our family now. Making something here. Taking I feel like it could be. God. Make something else. Something better. Yeah. Yeah. No choice. He'll just chase us down. Find us again. Is yeah. Bruce Greenwood oh. just forever Batman now? Is he the new Kevin Conroy? Boom. Uh, we won't be chasing anyone for a long time. I like Greenwood as Batman. Me too. Yeah, no, it's good. Conroy's still doing it on Justice League Action. Yeah. Now. She'll help you. Have you watched that at all, Justice League Action? No, I've it's not. fun. It's really no. good. They're so short. They're only like one set. It's like twelve minute yeah. episodes or something. You know who I really liked? Uh, what's his name? Who was in the uh, in Shield? The go. guy that was in Shield. No, Jason Omar. Or? No, the uh, one in um, New Frontier. Ooh. From oh, who's it? the boss? Not from who's the boss? From uh, Mr. Belvedere. Jeremy Sisto. Oh, oh Jeremy Sisto, yes. yes, was, yes I yes, loved yes. him in it. Yeah. I thought he was a really good Batman. And he was also in Six Feet Under, right? I think so. Who was in Mr. Belvedere? Which one? Wasn't was he in Mr. Belvedere? The kid? Wasn't he? Was That's he? a deep I, cut. That's, I, 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 I can't even... I would never Can someone Google that for me? I'm pretty positive he was the kid from Mr. Belvedere. Wesley. <laughs> Wesley. I, I don't know, but wow. <laughs> Google for that. For... If I got that right off the top of my head, I, I, I very, very you, specifically remember You get to play the question if you got that right. Just make sure he's the kid from Mr. Belvedere. And Someone. if he wasn't, can we recast him? You get to the question him? if that was the answer. Oh, boy. Chad, uh, hook us up. Hook us up. Uh, we have some updates. Should we get to our yeah. updates yeah. on future sure. projects? Um, you know, there's the Justice Blu-ray coming out. There are people thinking there's going to be extended cut. Uh, Obviously, it's not. It's 121 was, minutes. Boo. Yeah, that was but also shut down. You never know. I mean, look, if there's any way Warner Brothers can make more money off Justice League, best believe. Well, even everybody as, was... Oh, know, sorry. No, go for it. Everybody was freaking out because... Yeah. Yeah. They're fast as lightning. Yeah. Uh, everybody was freaking out because Amazon Germany listed it as 136. They went, look, there's all this extra time. And they went good. back this Shout morning. Shout out Amazon Deutsche. Yeah, then this <laughs> yes. morning they went back and they were like, 121. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> don't worry. The ultimate yeah. cut's coming. <sighs> Warner Brothers. You'll probably get deleted scenes, though, on the Justice League. Yeah, but they're probably all just the, the hammy jokes I mean, that are like, these are too hammy. If but they want to sell this disc, if they want to move this disc, they should put some meat and potatoes on that yeah. thing. Yeah, well, I mean, give me a dark side had Twelve extra minutes, and that was it. And everybody was like, "Enough." Enough. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> I'm good. So we have two updates. We want uh, good news or the bad news. Let's go with the good news first, because the bad news kind of dovetails into other things. There we go. The good news is from Matt Reeves saying, "I am outlining. I have the story worked out, and I'm outlining." Talking about the Batman. So can't wait. Uh, yes. Yeah, my, my the thing, single thing I'm most excited from this new executive regime is is some official word. WB does not like to give official words. It's always like from Variety or the Rap or whatever. But like, I want to hear some an update on the Batman. What's going on? Just like until I know, I always feel like it's going to slip through my fingers again. I'm so so gun shy. Like I don't know what's happening with bats. But hopefully, we get an update this year. I 2018. Feel, give us some bats. I feel like that's got to happen no matter yeah. what because it's the one surefire thing they know people will go watch. Mm-hmm. Anything involving Batman, I will go. You can put Batman anything, and I will be in the theater oh, watching 100%. something with Batman. Yeah. 
So the yeah, other but- update. So it's not a huge update. It's just that he has the story and they're outlining the script now. So we're still right. long ways away. Yeah. Well, it's it's been a year now since it was reported that David Goyer would write and produce Green Lantern Corps. His new quote is he was asked about. He said, "I don't know. Who knows? Especially with what's going on in the DC universe. There's obviously a whole recalibration happening with that right now. So here we are a year later. Um, I imagine he's been brainstorming, but uh, not a concrete update by any." Stretch. My feeling here is that even though I know they've been committed to this idea for this galactic cop movie, the Green Lantern Corps, but it's got to be difficult for them uh, to 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 move forward with the movie that failed so bad less than ten years ago when you don't have the hot hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. if they were if they were like on that run where, where like Marvel is, where like, hey, you want a Black Widow movie? You want a uh, 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 you know Willie the the Mailman movie? We can do that. Everyone's gonna come for our brand. They don't My have the hot hand movie. right now. So so greenlining uh, Green Lantern. Interesting. Wow. That has to. That can't get the red light. And so Sujihara is one of the Red Lanterns, mm. and o- Emmerich has got to have the Green Lantern power. Yeah. And he's In the other only words, one. They are kind of deciding your fate. Yeah. Yay or nay, gladiator uh, style. Where they're not, which they become means black that there they may be a good lanterns. Batman who also was gladiator. Huh? There you go. Just try What? Wow. So, some sad news. Uh, Disney's Magic 92, thanks for doing the research. IMDb does not have Jeremy Sisto listed for Mr. Belvedere. So, I well, asked him. Well, This show is a sham. I said he, he played been. Wesley. We want to know his name. Yeah. He did so well in the audition. Yeah, very, very true. So, uh, who does Winston Churchill want to be the next Batman? Well, Gary Oldman says Joaquin Phoenix. And to that be honest, that's... Gladiator. Yeah, that's... That'd be a pretty good right? choice. <laughs> I think it'd be a good choice. First of all... I, I, oh. I wanted to say that Winston Churchill did that because I think The Darkest Hour may be my favorite superhero film of 2017. I need to see it. It was amazing. Winston Churchill was a superhero as played incredibly by Gary Oldman. Wow. Have okay. you seen that yet? I have not. you got to see this movie. I walked out of the thing crying and wanting to smash Nazis with my bare fists. <laughs> no, what, is this, this is obviously a... Um... It's about Churchill in 1940 when he gets... He, it's a, there's an emergency. They boot out the old prime minister. They vote in uh, uh, Churchill. But it's right when... Shit's going bad in Europe. Hitler sure. is marching. He's entering France. He's about to take over Belgium. And it was just the worst time in our history. And it's just so inspiring. And it t- dovetails into the movie Dunkirk. This is DC mm. Movie News, by the way. And okay. so I didn't dig <laughs> Dunkirk so much the first time, but th- it deals with the same events from a different point of view. So, totally great to see. But I, of course, think Joaquin Phoenix would make an amazing Batman. He's spectacular. Probably pretty good. Yeah, would be fun. Uh, but yeah. I also like to talk about cooking because, as you guys know, I eat a lot of stuff and you're the, I cook. And you're I the do man. Do you cook much? I do cook. Do you do any meal kit stuff? Have you ever tried any of that? Define meal kit stuff. Like a Blue Apron or something like I've that. I've heard of is, them. Could you tell me about them? Well, they're actually the best in the business. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient recipe delivery service in the country. You can get the two-meal plan, the family plan. You can even get a wine plan now if you want to booze it up a little bit with your grub. Um, there's convenience. There's variety. There's flexibility. There's 12 recipes recipes each week and you could pick two three or four recipes based on your schedule so you can go if you're feeling a little bit more meaty this week or a little bit more like poultry you want to keep it fish hairy uh fish heavy uh don't have your fish hairy no Uh, that's never good you have to de-hair the fish um (laughs) and then you could also do vegetarian if you want um the meals are great the recipes are worked out they're easy to follow uh and they're accurate and the best part about it is you spend a lot less money on food when you buy with blue apron because they send you the amount of ingredients that you need 
need. So you get a couple of cloves of garlic or the right amount of butter or even a single egg that comes incredibly well packaged. Um, if you want to try Blue Apron with a great discount, go to DC Movie News. Uh, use DC Movie News as the code at blueapron.com. So it's blueapron.com slash DC Movie News to get $30 off your first order. Get $30 with free shipping. So that's like half your meals for the first week already paid for. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Wow, what a bargain. And by the way, Bryce Beckham was the actor that played Wesley in uh, Mr. Belvedere. Should have been Jeremy Sisto. It should have been. Um, But you know who is going to play Shazam? And that's Zachary Levi. And he's put the the feelers out that he would like Wonder Woman to show up in Shazam. And He he just wants Gal on set. Uh, Yeah. I don't blame him. 100%. If I had the opportunity to be like, who do you want to hang out with? Gal. 100%. But, and also, that character, just like, think of like a kid, you, 14 year old kid standing next to Wonder Woman. Like, oh my God. Can you imagine Wonder like an, a young Shazam, like, days into his abilities and like just messing stuff up horribly, and Wonder Woman has to show up and, get, and teach him the rope style? Mm-hmm. Like, the Iron Man to his Spider Man homecoming? Is it going to be like a weird puberty scene? Oh boy. I, Shazam, absolutely. Where Shazam cannot control himself. I, I mean, I don't know if it's how, but yes, I think that'll be there. But he just sits there, find she a, shows up, a lightning strike just happens right behind him. Shazam! Shazam! That's what happened to me. Oh, uh, boy. He did say that he calls it his uh, Superman Meets Big. Um, he said it's, it, when it comes out in April 2019, it'll be 20 years to that month that he started auditioning in Hollywood, which is. Which is insane, and he said, I, "I think getting a cameo from anyone would be super cool, but I just think Gal Gadot is so effervescent and such charm, and she seems like a really cool person." So well, yeah, good I mean, luck, good luck on that ace, I say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, here's a, a movie that I forgot even was coming. Did you did you did you forget that uh, Teen Titans were going to the movies? Yeah. What? Did you know that was happening? So Teen Titans Go is going to the movies, and they dropped a, a poster. Which you're checking out there, but then also this teaser. Have you had a chance to see the teaser yet? No, but we can watch it. Well, we got to take a look at it. It is, I think, the humor, it's the same line as that Lego Batman kind of humor. Like, Warner Brothers has a great sense of humor about itself. If you haven't seen it, let's check it out. Here you go Teen Titans Go. What makes a real hero? It's not the costumes, the gadgets, the cool powers, it's having your own movie. Yeah. That's right. And that has always been Wonder Woman. Uh,. What are you doing? Just giving the people what they want. Our movie's not about Wonder Woman, it's about us. Genius. The Teen Titans. No one wants awesome. to see us, fool. Wonder uh. Woman inspires people. And we do not. Uh, yes, Wonder Woman is great, but you I love the... Wonder Woman. <laughs> I love it. Narrator guy, just do your thing. <laughs> Before they even released this trailer, they did a little 10-second teaser that they said where Robin pops up and he's like, I'm Robin, we're going to announce something big later today. And then they announce the poster. And then they do a comment on social media marketing where he's like, those go against the rules of social media marketing. You can't do that. Nice fart joke here. Yep. It's Balloon Man. Oh, boy. That wasn't a fart. That was just air leaving my butt. Which oh, well, okay. Excellent. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. Because if Aquaman can get a movie, anyone can. What a great tag. Genius. What a great tag. I can't wait to see it. I think it looks uh, adorable. I dig that. And you know what else we dig? Is this. 
Oh, well, I was going to wait till TV time, but oh, okay. that would make ahead. sense. Yeah. I didn't know what it was, but okay. Uh, anyways, um, there has been a cast announced for Suicide Squad: Hell to Pay. Uh, we got Christian Slater in there. We got uh, Tara Strong, of course. Vanessa Williams. Well, Tara Strong is now back. They give Tara her her Strong. job back, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. She was... That's the main thing that I'm excited about because I love Tara Strong. She's great. She's, She's Harley. We got Greg yeah. Grunberg. Um, yeah, so there we go. The Arlene Sorkin. Okay. Nice, yeah. uh, so nice is... group there. And there you go. Tara Strong played all of my favorite pigtailed characters. <laughs> back to <laughs> movie news. It's time for a really fast TV time, y'all. Yes. Oh, yes. It's time for Roxy Stryer's TV time. In absentia, Roxy Stryer's TV time. That's right. Mikey Christmas time, also in absentia. Okay, guys. Well, I think if we have time for one thing, um, we should take a look at Krypton's trailer. But first, before we do that, let's hear a little bit about a show that's premiering very shortly. Yes, on January 16th, when the CW's newest superhero suits up, lightning's going to strike because you guys don't want to miss the new electrifying series, Black Lightning. Mm. Black Lightning, a.k.a. Jefferson Pierce, had previously powered down his crime-fighting career for the last nine years and had been saving lives the best way you knew how as the principal of a local high school. There you go. But in this city, when the hero's away, the gangs will play. And this dude's a family man, so when his people got caught in crosshairs, it's time for him to take charge. So now the former hero is back in full force for a second round against corruption and violence because lightning does strike twice, y'all. It's uh, dark for the city of Freeland, but the storm is coming when Black Lightning brings his power to the people. Not only will the series Black Lightning spark you up, but also the soundtrack is full of slamming hip-hop cuts like songs from Rome Fortune okay. and old-school hits from blues singer Nina Simone, okay. Bobby Bland, and the great Isaac Hayes himself. Awesome. So January 16th, the world will know Black Lightning. I can't nice. wait Series to see it. Series premiere after the Flash on the CW. Are you excited about Black Lightning? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they kind of incorporate a little bit. Since he's a school principal, I'm hoping yeah. they're uh, incorporating a lot of Judd Winnick stuff when Green Arrow, when he uh, oh, when he got awesome. thrown into jail because he yeah. was like the secretary of uh, of in the, what what was it the what's Betty, Betsy DeVos's job. I have no idea. Oh boy! Oh, the, the head of education. Head of education. Okay. So, like, that was his job, and in, 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 on in oh, the comic as the character. Yeah. But he was retired in that time too. Or no, was he, he was. He was still, he was still like still, yeah. kind of in it. And to be fair, probably do a much better job than Betsy DeVos. Uh, and then yeah. just, it was reiterated it's that you know this is you not school, taking man. place in the Arrowverse, which I'm very kind of excited about because I think we need a little refresher because that world is so crowded with superheroes now. I think there's something special when there's less in a world. So is this like Earth? 21. It's a different Earth. I mean, so yeah. that's, that's not to say that he can't cross over later when they do a little Earth thing, but he's going to be in his own world. Um, we, we're going to take a look at the Krypton trailer, but I don't think we have time. So why don't you... T- Anthony, do we have time for that or no? Yeah, let's play it. All right, we're going to play, play it, guys. It, it looks yeah. pretty cool. Let's take a look at Krypton from David Goyer, who wrote with Jonathan Nolan, Man of Steel. There you go. So he's expanding on his is one of Krypton strong. stuff. I love this. I think this is the perfect time, too, with everybody with the Vader, Kylo Ren stuff in Star Wars. We're like, let's check out Superman's granddad. Yeah, this looks Why not? Really... Now it falls on my shoulders. Sci-fi used to look a lot cheaper than this. Someone from the future is coming to destroy Krypton. Because where I'm from, your grandson becomes Look at this. Modern Earth, Earth dude. Yes. Do we know who that is? Which time-traveling character that is? Chat roll, who is that character? Who goes back to let Superman's granddaddy know what's up? Who's he supposed to be? Something else. 
So is this a new wrinkle in, in, in canon that, like, Superman's grandfather will have known also that Krypton was going to blow up and then Kal-El is going to go there? It's a good question. His whole family is just like, you know, the planet's just going to blow. We're just okay with it. Yeah. Oh, it's Adam Strange. Happen. Okay, thank you. Yeah, so that's Adam Strange. He travels in time, warns... Uh, the uh, L ancestor, but what's cool is the main villain in this season one is going to be Brainiac. I love yeah. that. And it's the first time we're going to see that. So you're going to see, I think, like the destruction of Candor will probably happen within. Now, this do you think series? seeing Brainiac on television will ruin it for if we ever get Brainiac on the movie? Screen? Well, you know, there's also Brainiac Five uh, mm-hmm. from Legion of Superheroes that we just saw. That that did you see that from Supergirl? They have no, Brainiac Five. I, I have not ever watched a single episode of Supergirl. Yeah, it's you know it's up it's and down. One, it's it's like one of the shows like that and uh, what, what's the t- uh, Legends of Tomorrow? I can't get into. I, yeah, I yeah, enjoy yeah, that I one. I couldn't get into Legends that much, but I love Supergirl. It's a fun show, though, especially yeah. because Constantine's back on it now, which is mm-hmm. a very cool thing. That um, would make me watch it. Uh, see and. Speaking of which, The Seed is doing that Constantine series, and they basically said that it is going to be darker in tone nice. um, and more like the Hellblazer comic than even the NBC sure. series. Uh, and I like the NBC series. And obviously you can get a lot of demons and, you know, and that you can animate that you don't have to do on TV and make it look like that. Um, so it's just exciting that they're keeping him around, keeping that character. He's going to be on Legends more when Legends comes back. Um, and I just I hope he keeps popping up because he's a great Constantine uh, and then there's also a look at Jerome from Gotham Season 4. Oh. He's looking really, really Joker-like. Uh, looking like a cross between New 52 Joker and uh, Heath Ledger's Dark Knight Joker with the cut face. Um, so that's it. We got through stuff pretty quick, guys. Yeah, we did a pretty yeah. good job today, I'd say. I think we got to get out of here a little bit quicker. Unfortunately, we're under a bit oh, of a yeah, crunch today. look at Joker. Ooh. Well, with that said, we're at DC Movies SK on Twitter, Facebook.com slash DC Movies SK. Guys, when you see us tweet, uh, get as active as you possibly can. We're trying to build our following as much as we can so we get invited to more Comic Cons so we can maybe travel around and actually see you guys in person. So anytime you see a tweet from us, retweet it, favorite it, comment, do, uh, do the whole thing. And then make sure you make sure you like all the shows on YouTube, make sure you comment underneath. That's very important as well. Um, Adam Gertler, pretty solve over. Uh, hey, everybody. Uh, I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Adam Gertler. Uh, if you're near where one of the 28 dog houses are, and if you're not sure, go to doghouse.com and figure it out. We're doing this great partnership with Chef Bruce Coleman, who's kicking ass currently on Top Chef Season 15. See a new episode of that tonight. Uh, and we're partnering up with him to make something called the Porquette About It, which is the pork oh, belly wow. hot dog. <laughs> and Chef Brooke Williamson, who won Top Chef last season, designed a Salty Malty, which is a salted, malted caramel drink with crispy caramel pearls on it. Caramel sauce and salt and malt in there. Amazing. A dollar from each of those will go to benefit the charity No Kid Hungry, which is dedicated to making sure that no children go hungry. So uh, get to a doghouse if you can. Wow. Elena Jordan. I'm Elena Jordan. You guys can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at that Elena Jordan girl. And if you guys have been listening to Relativity Podcast, the sci-fi podcast that I do with... Star Trek's Leech Shackleford. We're coming back for another season All because right. of you guys. Right. So we won some awards and it gave us money. There so, you go. Yeah, listen to it. We'll be back. Cody Decker. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Decker6, Instagram, Antihero Baseball, or my YouTube channel, Antihero Baseball. Also, I'm a free agent. Please sign me. <laughs> yes. And I'm his agent. No, He's I'm not. not. Definitely <laughs> not. 
uh, you don't have to deal with me. Uh, if you live in the greater Los Angeles area, Children's Hospital Los Angeles needs blood donations right now, especially if you are O negative or O positive. So hit me up on social media if you want to go donate and you are in the area and you can help. If not, there's a hospital near you that probably needs a blood donation. With that said, um, I'm going to be in Fort Wayne, Indiana coming up in a couple of weeks for comedy. I, I will there. be in... Have you really? Yeah, I played there. Okay, well, nice. I've never been. Fort Wayne Tin Caps. No. Fort Wayne Tin Caps. Oh! Mm-hmm. I'm wearing the wow. shirt! I'm wearing the shirt! I'm Let's bringing that go. shirt with me. I will be there February 8 to 10. I'll be in Louisville February 15 to 17. Otherwise, uh, go to quastoalbum.com, get my album, jlocomedy.com. Follow Roxy Stryer at Roxy Stryer, Mike Kalinowski at Mike Kalinowski. We love you guys. See you next week. Bye. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.